Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Reviews. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about 1991's Cape Fear, uh, a departure for Martin Scorsese, who had just made Goodfellas. Uh, this is not a typical movie that uh, he would have made during this time. Uh, Roger Ebert pointed that out in his review and wondered what this meant for the future. Uh, for Martin Scorsese, of course, he went on to make and still continues to make fantastic movies. Um, but I'll talk just a little bit about uh, Cape Fear and, uh, yeah, just how disturbing and uh, frightening of a movie it is here in just a little bit. Before I do that, as always, I want to break down movie trailers, uh, movie releases, and talk about any other movies that I watched this week, which there were two of them um, apart from Cape Fear. So movie releases. The Super Mario Brothers movie is finally out. Uh, it is going to be a box office uh, success, to say the least. Um, I'm sure it is going to spawn numerous sequels. Uh, a movie that is not being super well reviewed. Uh, sounds as though it is very, very high on the Easter egg count. So Nintendo fans are going to eat that up. Uh, but when it comes to story and what the movie has to say as an overall message, supposedly it is falling quite a bit short. Uh, the other movie is one that I am a little bit more excited about, and that is Air, um, the story of Nike and how um, the Air Jordan came into being. The first Air Jordan uh, stars Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and is getting rave reviews right now. Um, so I will be checking that one out at some point. Uh, movie trailers, it was a big week if you are a Wes Anderson fan, which I am very, I think Wes Anderson for me is just very, very hit or miss. Um, Isle of Dogs, Rushmore, and um, the Grand Budapest Hotel are probably my three favorites of his, um, but others just fall extremely flat, like Life Aquatic and most recently The French Dispatch which is a movie I absolutely hated. Um, but uh, yeah, his latest movie, I didn't see a release date for it, but I'm sure it's coming out sometime soon. Uh, and maybe I will check that out at some point. Uh, the other two movies, there's another Trolls movie coming out, Oh Joy, and then uh, Pixar's latest, Elemental. And I haven't watched Pixar movies recently, um, so maybe I will uh, check this one out or check out some of the movies that I have missed uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, so on to what I watched this week. And the two movies that I watched that were not Cape Fear were Inland Empire. And I finally saw The Whale, um, which was a movie that I did not watch before the Oscars. I actually didn't know that Brendan Fraser won Best Actor until I um was listening to an interview of his and then i don't know another video popped up with his oscar acceptance speech i just didn't look up best actor i guess the night after so he ended up winning for the whale he does a fantastic job in this movie uh the subject matter of this movie and how much is going on in it uh and just how heavy-handed the messages are in it is a lot to take in and for me i didn't love the film his performance is quite good um but what this movie has to say is, is nothing special and just the the way it is handled um i don't know i i think when you have the subject matter that is in this movie uh it's just not going to make for a great film um, in my opinion and i think 
it was just it it was all right it was all right um but yeah great performance um some of the other performances weren't nearly as strong um and i think that's part of the reason um it just brought the whole movie down for me the other movie that i watched was inland empire uh, david lynch's most recent movie um from 2006 and stars laura dern and this movie is a movie that I did not appreciate the first time I watched it. Now rewatching it, I can say that I liked it a lot more. Um, I think that was partly due to I kind of knew what I was in for. Um, again, it's a David Lynch movie, so it's very dreamlike in quality. Uh, you don't really, there's no clear plot. You're left to figure out things on your own. And in this one, even more so than his other movies, it is probably... I mean, it's probably the least accessible of any of his movies or very, very close to. Um, but all that, like Laura, Laura Dern does a fantastic job here and listening to her interview about this movie in which she kind of, she didn't know what was happening during this movie. Kind of David Lynch would just kind of say, oh, here's what I want you to be trying to show in this scene. And she had no idea how this movie was going to turn out and how all these little scenes that she was filming were going to be put together. Um, I'm still in the process of watching a couple of David Lynch interviews that are also street or actually documentaries, I should say, um, that are on the Criterion channel kind of about the time period when he was filming Inland Empire. Uh, the most fascinating to me is I think it's Poland. I want to say Poland. Um, he, David Lynch, um, did some still photography of these factories and I actually have that book of his and it is, I, I love the photographs in it. So, and I'm kind of, I, I stopped partway through the documentary, but I'm at the point where he is going through the factories and taking pictures. So I'm excited to uh, look and finish those documentaries and just uh, yeah, know a little bit more about his process. And on to uh, 1991's Cape Fear, a remake of the early 1960s movie of the same name based on a book, oh, I want to say it was The Executioner was the name of it. It's something with an E, I could be wrong. Um, directed by Martin Scorsese, who was coming off of 1990s Goodfellas. There's actually an interesting story where Spielberg was originally supposed to direct this and gave it to Martin Scorsese, and then he uh, Spielberg went on to direct Schindler's List. Um, so that's kind of an interesting like director's trading movies type situation. Um, but uh, this is a movie that has one of the most memorable villains of all time, and that is Robert De Niro's Max Cady. Um, he's a man who wants revenge on his court-appointed lawyer, uh, played by Nick Nolte. Um, that lawyer's name is Sam Bowden. Um, Sam Bowden's wife, um, played by Jessica Lange, is Lee Bowden, and his 15-year-old daughter is Juliet Lewis, um, is the actress, and she played Danielle Bowden. Um, so... Um, that is the main cast. There are other little characters here and there. Um, but this movie belongs to De Niro and partly, I would say, to Nick Nolte. They give fantastic performances here, in particular Robert De Niro, who did not end up winning the Oscar. It, of course, this is the same year as Silence of the Lambs. Um, so Silence of the Lambs really kind of cleaned up those Oscars. One Best Actor for Anthony Hopkins and also One Best Picture. Uh, Cape Fear was largely forgotten um, when it came to the Academy Awards, and that is in part 
in large part due to the fact that it is one of the most controversial movies of the early 90s um, due to just the violence and the graphic nature of the crimes that are shown in this film. Um, and there are certain scenes, that, and I, I feel like I watched the movie fairly recently. There are certain scenes in it that I just completely forgot about. Um, and watching it now, I was just, I was, yeah, it's pretty horrified um, by some of the things that happen here. Um, this is not a movie that would probably be made today, or if it was made today, it would be uh, shown in a very, very different way. Um, this movie is very hard to stomach at times, but um, I think it's a very, very entertaining one. Uh, I think it's kind of just nonstop action. Um, the editing of this movie is absolutely fantastic. The score is an all-time classic um, composed originally. I think they took Bernard Herrmann's original score and changed it around a little bit. Um, this menacing just, and it's so over the top and it's so loud. Um, it scares you um, if you're watching this movie. Um, it, it might play just a little bit too much, um, but you're always on edges of you or you always think Max Katie is going to be there. And so I think the score almost like Jaws and the shark is going to be there. or You think the shark is going to be there when the Jaws theme is playing. It's similar here. You think Max Katie is going to pop up um, every time that the theme song plays. Uh, I already mentioned Robert De Niro as Max Cady. Again, he gave it his absolute all in this performance. I mentioned Nick Nolte does such a good job. Uh, Juliette Lewis ended up winning um, an Oscar, I believe. She won for Best Supporting Actress for this. Um, Jessica Lange, though, I feel like is overacting in this movie all the time. And I feel like I feel like the whole cast is, but for her, it's particularly noticeable. And it took me out of the movie at times just because she she was just so over the top. Um, but yeah, that's kind of just I mean, it's not I guess it's a little bit of a nitpick. But yeah, it kind of there were there was more than one scene where I was just like, OK, OK, OK. Uh, yeah, it was a lot. Um, but yeah, this is this is a disturbing and dark movie. Um, but if you have not seen Cape Fear, I definitely think it's worth checking out. It's masterfully directed, has a fantastic soundtrack, and an unforgettable performance by Robert De Niro. Counselor? Counselor? Is that you? Counselor? I'm out, come out wherever you are. And for next week's episode of Ryan's Reviews, I will be checking out House. Lubayashi's 1977 House, a horror movie that I have not seen, a horror movie that is often talked about um, by people that love movies. Uh, so I'm excited to check this one out. It is currently streaming on the Criterion channel if you do want to check it out uh, before next week's episode of the podcast. So that will be uh, next Saturday. Hope you can join then. Uh, thank you for tuning in to today's episode, and I will be back next Saturday reviewing house.